Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Seth Rollins takes shots at AEW. We have injury concerns for the new day, and... If you're getting cut in half with a chainsaw, which I would pay good money to see, you will lose a lot of blood. For Tuesday, October the 22nd, 2019, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. What would be the most significant match for you to finally define who is the best between you and him? When, when Kenny's done playing in the minor leagues over there, he can... Oh. Kenny can come and, and work at the absolute top professional wrestling company in the world in front of the most people and make the most money and have the biggest matches, which is with me at WrestleMania. Thank you. Who keeps giving Seth Rollins a live microphone? Seriously. That was from a convention in Houston over the weekend. Seth Rollins was asked the question uh, about a hypothetical match between himself and Kenny Omega. And he said, well, well, you heard what he said there. Uh, shots fired from Seth Rollins to Kenny Omega. Uh, the Wednesday Night Wars clearly in the in the mind of both AEW and WWE. Um, I'm impressed and quite amazed to hear AEW uttered through WWE as often as it is. I mean, you only have to look at the ratings on a Wednesday night to know that they're actually a real player in this entire scene and they're very aware of it. But Seth Rollins, once again, uh, the way that he talks, once again, I think has got him in a little bit of bother here because there is nothing wrong with being proud of where you work at all. You know, and especially right now with, with morale where it is apparently in WWE, which, which we'll get to in a minute. It's quite refreshing to hear of somebody who genuinely seems to be enjoying the work they do. <laughs> You know, but it's just the way he does it. A lot of comparisons between this call out and the the, the back and forth he had with Will Ospreay uh, have been made in the sense that Seth Rollins is bringing up money and he's bringing up prestige and star power and just doing it in quite an arrogant way. A lot of comparisons are being drawn there. Thing is, people are going, will Kenny Omega respond? And I'm thinking, of course, of course. This is, I think for AEW, like any time the WWE throws them a little something like this, it's catnip, isn't it? It really is catnip. Like they're going to bite on this. I'm expecting Kenny to, I don't know, threaten to burn something down in, a, in the next episode of Being the Elite. I reckon that's probably how he'll play it off. He's going to burn something down in, in the next Being Elite. I've, I've called it now. We're sending our best wishes to Xavier Woods, who, whilst on tour in Australia, has suffered uh, what appears to be an Achilles injury. Now, 
whether it's an Achilles injury or an Achilles tear is the real difference maker here. So we'll get into that in just a second. So it was the Revival versus Xavier Woods and Big E uh, at a show in Australia. And it was just during a regular spot in the match, nothing nothing dramatic, uh, that uh, Xavier Woods uh, came off the top rope and just started limping. He was... Uh, he was he rolls to the outside. The referee throws up the X, uh, which means that something's gone a bit wrong. And then Big E sort of worked the rest of the match without him. And they ended up losing to the Revival, which I think was the plan anyway. Uh, what with it being a house show and all. Uh, but they worked the rest of the match without Xavier Woods. And Xavier was, was helped to the back. Now, whether this is an Achilles injury or an Achilles tear... Um, that's the big difference maker because you can suffer an Achilles injury and you just have to rest it for a couple of weeks and you sort of you get your motor running again. If it's something more serious like an Achilles tear, uh, the recuperation period after surgery uh, can be pretty long. Like there's been guys in the past who... Uh, into their Achilles and it's taken them out of the game for the remainder of the year in some cases. Hoping that it's the former rather than the latter, that it's just just an injury that will that will heal itself with a bit of R&R. &R. Uh, the New Day, obviously there's still big plans for the New Day. I, I still believe there is something boiling away with Kofi Kingston there. Whether they'll split them, no, I don't think they will anymore, but they do something with them. I think Xavier Woods getting injured uh, would be gutting for the New Day as a whole and of course for Xavier Woods. So, speedy recovery, sir. So, this comes from Brian Alvarez of Wrestling Observer Radio. Brian says, I was told there may be more releases coming in WWE. Morale has not been good for a long time, but apparently the morale has taken an even bigger hit since October the 1st. If you recall, the belief within WWE was, oh my God, we're going to Fox and a new boom period is going to kick off. Many believe this hasn't been the case many believe this hasn't happened the way they want it to and we are hearing more about stars who are going to look at other options come the end of their wwe contract randy orton yesterday afternoon it popped up on instagram uh, there's a picture of him next to a sign that says elite He's put the caption, TikTok, TikTok. Randy Orton is no doubt uh, considering his options. I get the impression that Randy Orton's been trying to get himself sacked for years, though. So I don't know what you believe into that. The Revival were one of those teams that were uh, very much considered to be all elite bound. And that was until they signed new contracts and they've had the, cha the tag team championships put on them. Uh, a few of the names floating around uh, that uh, haven't been confirmed yet that I'm not going to throw at you uh, that uh, are also ready for a life away from WWE. It's really a shame because there was, I mean, as Brian said, this belief that SmackDown arriving on Fox was going to be the beginning of a, a bright new time for wrestling. And uh, oh, I'll be honest, I mean, it's... I don't, I'm not feeling that. I'm really not feeling that. And, and I'd be a little bit concerned. You know, if there's only like a million viewers between Raw and SmackDown on a weekly basis, that's a, that's a gap that is, that is not wide enough. It really isn't. Kane Velasquez and Rey Mysterio, it's been announced, will be in tag team action in Mexico after Crown Jewel. Uh, this comes from WWE's Latin American Twitter. Uh, they advertised a huge show taking place uh, in Mexico on Saturday, November the 30th. The same venue, actually, where Kane Velasquez made his in-ring debut with AAA. It's going to be Kane Velasquez and Rey Mysterio teaming up against Andrade and the returning Drew McIntyre. 
Um, Cain Velasquez turned up on Raw last night to rough up Shelton Benjamin. And the emphasis is, is on rough. When I watched Kane on offense there, oh, uh, I mean, at the moment, he's spending a lot of time at the Performance Center. And I'm sure, I am sure, the optimistic son of a gun that I am, I am sure that come November the 1st, he'll be in in much finer form for, for a tag team action. If you were concerned that Seth Rollins had burned down the Firefly Funhouse, concern yourself no more. WWE have revealed that the Firefly Funhouse will return on Friday Night SmackDown this week. Bray Wyatt is now officially a SmackDown guy. So it makes sense that we move the Firefly Funhouse to the new home. Maybe we get a new set for the Firefly Funhouse too. Since SmackDown got a redesign, maybe the Firefly Funhouse will as well. Uh, They've got one big match to happen between Seth and Bray Wyatt. That's a crown jewel. Falls count anywhere. Match cannot be stopped for any reason. Uh, Then I'd like to say after that, that is where they will go their separate ways. But there's lots of talk of uh, Seth Rollins and The Fiends doing the house show circuit after this. Uh, There's some dark match is announced for episodes of Raw featuring them both. Uh, so who knows at this point? But what we do know is that Ramblin' Rabbit is no doubt being unearthed as we speak for a brand new Firefly Funhouse on SmackDown this Friday. New 24-7 champion crowned on Monday Night Raw last night. We congratulate Sunil Singh from the Singh Brothers who rolled up our truth and won his first singles title in the WWE last night. Also big news from last night, Ric Flair turned up on Monday Night Raw to reveal the fifth and final member of Team Flair for Crown Jewel, Ric Flair. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre rounds out Team Flair. So it's going to be Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, Randy Orton, and Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Team Hogan, which consists of Ricochet, Rusev, Shorty G, Ali, and Roman Reigns. Now, I won't say any more about Monday Night Raw. That is Mr. Pachiti's job, and he will be here with Raw Graded on the Cultaholic YouTube channel later on today. Yesterday, we talked about this TNA Wrestling Revival show that they're planning for WrestleMania weekend. Uh, Impact are bringing back TNA for one night only, and they're putting out invites left, right, and center uh, for any old TNA guys to make a return. Uh, The Young Bucks, who have expressed some interest, uh, making a comeback as Generation Me for one night only, maybe to face the Motor City Machine Guns. That could be very interesting. Scott Damore has commented on that in an interview with Pro wrestling.com and said there's always going to be a polarizing effect of TNA but the fact is for a lot of us there's a lot of great memories of it let's leave all the other stuff in the back let's remember the positives that made us love some of these moments in TNA Matt and Nick Jackson are two cool dudes they like all of us are wrestling fans when they tweeted the photo of them with the TNA logo how could I not respond certainly the door is open on our end if they want to come in no politics no BS just wrestling He also talked about two WWE stars who were very much TNA originals. Scott Damore said, if somebody in the tower wanted to let Bobby Roode do a Team Canada reunion or AJ Styles come back to where he was the face originally, then the doors are open. 
Triple A wrestler La Parker underwent surgery yesterday after sustaining a terrible neck injury on Sunday night. Now, it looks like uh, La Parker suffered a broken neck and uh, there's been surgery in the last few hours to La Parker to relieve some of the pressure from his neck so he can start to get better. There was a lot of concern after he took the bump when he said that he couldn't feel his legs. Uh, we do understand, uh, according uh, to Lucha Blog, that he has got his feeling back in his limbs, uh, but obviously he's, he's still in a bad way and he's still getting treatment, so we send our love to La Parker to clear up uh, a couple of things from this yesterday. Uh, there is video online, but we'd rather you not see it because it's not particularly pleasant. And also, when we talk about La Parker, uh, we're not talking about LA Park. Uh, LA Park currently works for MLW. Uh, the wrestler in question is uh, not the same La Parker from years and years ago. This is the other La Parker. This is the AAA La Parker. I hope that clears it up. Either way, get well soon, La Parker. Deadline is reporting that Christian is starring in a movie called Cage Fighter. It's a mixed martial arts film that starts shooting next month in Saskatchewan. Also in that film is John Moxley. John Moxley is playing Randy Stone, who is a professional wrestler booked in an inner promotional fight. I'm very intrigued. Is this not just Bloodsport the movie? And finally, do you remember Grammar Slam? Do you remember CM Punk taking you to town for your bad spelling on Twitter? Well, he's back and he's promoting his brand new movie by picking you up on your bad grammar again. Today on Grammar Slam, we are going to talk about lose versus loose. Let's read a letter from a fan with a question about the movie. Dear CM Punk, in Girl on the Third Floor, I saw the trailer and it looks like you really loose your mind in it. Did you really go crazy or was all that fake DD Denver? First of all, Double D Denver, no! I did not loose my mind. I've never loosed my mind, but I'm about to lose my mind because over how dumb of a question this is. My character in the movie, Don, loses his mind because he's in a crazy haunted house. You watch the movie, you'd know. Let me explain it to you this way. Since this is a spooky edition of Grammar Slam, let me give you a spooky example. If you're getting cut in half with a chainsaw, which I would pay good money to see, you will lose a lot of blood. If your blood is no longer inside of your body, then it will be loose on the floor along with whatever else spilled out from the whole chainsaw thing. Now, of course, Denver, this applies to your teeth as well, so do not make this mistake again, and I won't have to knock yours out. Girl on the Third Floor is out on October the 25th. I want a Grammar Slam movie. I want that for 90 minutes. That'll do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast for today. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, on the way later on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, Mr. Pachiti has Raw graded. Everything went down from Raw last night. And all the silliness from Raw last night will be covered with Ross Twiddell and WTF moments. Tomorrow, I'm really excited about this. For the first time ever, we have a video video episode of Desert Island Graps. This is the audio podcast uh, that we do where I chat to 
wrestling luminaries about their three favourite matches. Paul London was here at Cultaholic just the other day. We recorded a very special episode and you'll be able to see it as well as hear it tomorrow on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. I'm so chuffed. Thank you so much for downloading. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. 